I'm telling you, I can't tell you how much of a fan I am of yours, Steve. I told you that in person. You're not only a, a, a nice person, but man, you're one of the funniest guys in Hollywood. Hands down, dude. Stop it. Tacoma, Stop it. Thank you. Tacoma FD is so funny. And uh, the stuff you guys get away with on uh, True TV, I'm so happy you're over there because it's funny. <laughs> we can do whatever we want over there. Yeah, you can do whatever you want, honestly. I, I love I love the fact that – do you think like now – I'm sorry, man. We just jumped right into this, huh, Trey? Sorry. Yeah. No. Uh, no. I don't know. I can go. text him and see. He'll be here. Kevin's always like four minutes late. <laughs> That's his thing. He, hey, he Steve. Used, here he comes. Oh, there's Kevin. Oh, my God. How lucky are we to have Kevin here, too? What's up, Kevin? What's up? Congratulations. I see Aristotle Acevedo's name there, too. Where's Aristotle Acevedo? He's like a behind the scene. Hi, Stotts. He, How are you? He looks like Andrew Ridgely from Wham. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. We haven't seen him since Wham broke up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he made a comeback via podcast. Dude, Andrew Ridgely is a podcast producer now. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Kevin, thank you so much, man, for coming on, bro. You got it. I mean, we're all hanging out in our living rooms now, right? So it's it's okay. I was gonna wear my mask during this, but uh, I feel like I'm cl I can be close with you guys. The internet. Sure. Now, my son said to me today when we were walking around the house, he's like, "Should we wear our masks in front of each other?" I was like, "I think we're all right." <laughs> I was showing uh, I was showing Steve the promo box. Oh nice. Okay. Yeah. Never seen see? That. see? Yeah. Neither never seen. Seen either. Holy crap. <laughs> they put stuff in that thing? You get yeah, they price? put they put they put all the, the all the all the all the uh, hot stuff. <laughs> all the hot stuff to go with uh Tacoma F D man. Congratulations. <laughs> it's season what, Thank two? You. Season yeah, two, season yeah. Two. Man, we made, I, it. We I, made I, it under the wire. I told, hey, I, I was supposed to have a show on True TV. I right. got, I got nixed real quick, uh, right. right after the upfronts. But, uh, but I'm glad Tacoma FD went through. That was I, your favorite show. I keep telling you guys that it's it's the best show on TV. It's my favorite thing to watch, man. You guys, Thanks, are, man. You guys are killing it. And of course, Jamie Kaler's on there too. He's killing it. Oh man. And uh, big headed Irishman, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> now we have two. Kevin. Now there's two of them on the show. This one. That's yeah. One. And there's. <laughs> do you feel like? Do you feel like? Um. Uh. Now's the time. Well, now is the perfect time for your style of comedy to make it on on TV. Because way back in the day, don't you feel like Broken Lizard was kind of like ahead of its time? Like I felt like the the comedy you were doing was. It just needed a little bit more time to catch up with everybody else. Does that make yeah, sense? I mean, also, I think the part of the problem, I guess we're a little bit rated R in the sense of, uh, yeah. you know, the movies we had, you know, it was hard to put some of this stuff on TV, I think. Exactly. Now, I think TV, yes, that definitely, definitely has caught up, I think. And, um, and so I think it's lending itself pretty well. I mean, we still get into trouble a little bit here and there, but yeah. for the most part, you can do a lot of stuff on TV these days. Well, it's funny because I was talking to a friend of mine who, who actually, after watching Tacoma FD, kind of said that like he thought Broken Lizard was always better suited for TV than the movies because 
with the movies, it was always stories about five guys and we would have equal roles. And so we were kind of limited in what we could do, you know, whereas like, if you look at like an Apatow movie, it's about one guy. Yeah, that's a group of friends, but it's about one guy and one story. And that was, I think just in terms, in Hollywood terms, it was easier to market, you yeah. know, uh, the concept, the one line concept of what that movie is. Yeah. But on TV, obviously you always have ensemble casts. And so, you know, maybe it's, you know, maybe there's something there. I don't know. I, I certainly have enjoyed writing and acting uh, TV a lot. Yeah, yeah you guys are, uh, the, the transi transition is amazing. And uh, I always felt that way about Broken Lizard. I felt like, uh, uh, you know, Kids in the Hall and uh, Broken Lizard, I felt like you guys are just a little ahead of your time. And I feel like now it's just that perfect time for something like this to be on TV. And, yeah. and, thank God, and thank God for the quarantine because everybody's watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. And that's the other thing, too. I think the ensemble comedies are, they create more of a feeling of like you're hanging out around with a group of friends in like a living room having some laughs. Yeah. yeah. Which I think is what we try to go for in the show. But it just seems to be the right time for that kind of a feel, too. You know, yeah. people want to hang out with yeah. other people. How, when was uh, Broken Lizard put together? Was it, is it you and, and Kevin, Steve? Like you guys kind of created the whole thing or was it a, a group? Well, actually, a we started in college. Yeah, a troop. Although we've, you know, for our entire careers, we've tried to tell people not to call us a troop. Because, mm. you know, groups have groupies and troops have troopies. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's just two friends? Was that it? No, actually, we, start, we started in college. We went to Colgate University together, and it was actually uh, Kevin and Jay who uh, were, were going to start a, a sketch comedy group, and the school made them hold auditions. Like they, Otherwise, it was like a secret club or something like that. Yeah. And so I auditioned for it, and uh, Kevin actually didn't – Kevin didn't like me. <laughs> and, uh, that's great my audition was so solid that uh, jay was like come on we can uh, get him you know we can get this guy it'll be great you'll bury the hatchet and kevin reluctantly <laughs> agreed to let me into the group and then you know we wrote a sketch together which was very popular and i think that was the the basis of the beginnings of our friendship but uh, the original group was 14 people in college and it was called wow. Chard Goosebeak. and then well, because Charred Goose Beak. <laughs> it makes no sense. It makes no sense. <laughs> and Broken Lizard does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, then, yeah, we, st then we started in New York City, and we were performing at a place called The Duplex in uh, down at Christopher Street, Sheridan Square, which was basically like a, a cabaret piano club downstairs. And then, like, uh, like basically an open mic, right? Two drink minimum stand up room upstairs. Uh -huh. And so our backstage was a stairwell, and there were nine of us in that group. And uh, capitalism is what got us. Like we, we were signed for three like Monday nights. Yeah. We we're 22 years old. All of our recently graduated college friends showed up, and, and we sold the, sold the place out. And then our friends drank so much beer, uh, they drank all the beer in, in, the, in the bar. And uh, at the end of the show, the tables were littered with empty beer bottles. And uh, we were signed on to do uh, four Saturdays after that. So we had Monday uh -huh. Saturdays. After our second show, they uh, signed us to do the whole summer. And after our third show, I think they signed us to a two-year contract. So oh, wow. we, we had an understanding of the way that the, uh, that the system worked. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, if you fill the seats, you get booked. 
Sell the beer. No, yep. but, but you guys were killing it though. But what's crazy is right out of college, you guys decided this is it. This is what you guys wanted to do. Well, I think we all, had, we all had other jobs for a while, you know, and, and mm-hmm. uh, people waited tables and all that kind of stuff. And, but I think, I think we just decided we'd like to, to do this kind of stuff. And we, you know, we, we tried to get a sketch comedy show for a while. We tried to do a bunch of things. And then we ended up, you know, one of the guys, Jay Chandrasekhar, was kind of into the independent film world. And so we decided to go in that route. And we yeah. put together money and we shot our own movie. And we brought Was that Sundance. Super Trooper? No, it was called Puddle Cruiser. And also a ridiculous name. But it was about, uh, it was just a college, like, romantic comedy. It had a bunch of college stories about a bunch of buddies at college. And we went, we raised, like, 250000 bucks, And we shot it up at our, at our school. There it is. Oh, you yeah. have it. There's no oh, cheerleader in the movie. The uh, Fox put it on the on the cover. Yeah, this would have you believe the movie was like at a West Coast college with cheerleaders. In fact, it's not. We, we shot it. Well, well, yeah. frankly, with the cheerleader on the front, the puddle cruiser has a completely different meaning. Yeah, it absolutely does. Right, that's what we told them. <laughs> what um, that that movie cost you two hundred fifty thousand to to produce? Yeah, and you guys, you guys raised the money. And you guys shot it. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, Jay uh, uh, had taken some uh, film courses at NYU, and we put together a crew, and uh, everyone maxed out their credit cards. And uh, we raised about 250 grand from friends and family and credit cards, and we went and shot this thing for a month, uh, and our, our old school let us shoot there. So we went up and shot there for a month, and that became our calling card, really. So, Kevin... When you shot that, did you already have a buyer in place or this was just literally the shoot and then you would sell it? No, no, it was a, there was no buyer in place. And it was, a, it was, it was really in that heyday of like when Kevin Smith made Clerks and it was when those yeah. guys were making those low budget movies and, and yeah. we did it. And then we went around the festival circuit and, you know, we had a, a, a bunch of buyers here and there and things would fall through. And uh, ultimately I think, you know, we never really sold it and, but it, but it got us to make Super Troopers. That was the whole yeah. thing. Someone saw that, and the Super Trooper. You—that's when you guys received the budget, right? Uh, Well, the budget for Super Troopers—it's—it's like it's—I mean, it's such a long story. But the bottom line is, uh, (laughs) uh, one of our friends from college, uh, her dad was a retired banker, and he wanted to get an independent film. That's just what was happening in the the late nineties. Yeah, and uh, he asked her, "Do you know anybody who's done anything like this?" I just want to ask some questions because I have no idea, and so. She put him in touch with a friend of ours uh, who had, who was one of the cameramen on, on Puddle Cruiser, uh, who we also went to college with. And he met with our producer and he watched Puddle Cruiser and he said, you know, I've never even read a script. I don't even know what a script looks like. And our producer gave him the script for Super Troopers. And he came back and he was like, who's making this movie? And our producer was like, you can be. That's great. He gave us a million bucks. Now, there are a million. There no are, so you got a million bucks for that? Yeah. That's, he, how much cost them, that's how much it costs to make Super Trooper. A million and yeah. a quarter. Wow, yeah. dude. Wow. That's so cool, bro. Yeah. Uh, that's so cool. And that was 19 what? 90? That was, uh, we shot in what? 2000. And uh, we brought it to Sundance in 2001. And then it came out in the theaters in 2002. Yeah, and totally. it cost you a, a million and a quarter. Yeah. Dude, 2. Yep. that's yep. so crazy, man. There was big stunts in that too. 
Yeah, there's a bunch <laughs> of stuff in there. I mean, it, we put you some guys good, were flipping uh, some, cars and everything, man. Yeah, we put some value on the screen at least. You know, that's which was good. hey. I'm just saying, like that. That's that's so impressive, man. A lot of people, you know, I I hate saying it like it, bringing it back to me, but it's like that's what you got to do, dude. You know, like my first special, I shot it. You know what I mean? I had to put, I had to come out of my pocket and shoot that. No one gave me the budget for that. And then, and then things start to happen, but it's like, sometimes you hear these people always, Oh, when am I going to get a movie? It's like, well, fuck man. Broken yeah. lizard made their movies. Yeah, <laughs> that's well, how they got their movies. The second one was a banker that was retired. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like they made their movies and that's why they have something like Tacoma FD. That's on true TV. Now it's because they, they they cleared the path themselves. They made it themselves. I didn't, mean to get, I didn't mean to get all hyper, but no, no, I, mean, cool. I didn't know that about you guys. The ver the thing is now it's like anybody can do it. Back yeah. then, even this harder. Was, well, this was what YouTube was, or this is what a you know your this was the version of the only way to get your stuff out there was actually to try to raise money to make a film. Otherwise, yeah, you know, I mean, the internet was just beginning you know and yeah right, right. Uh, you know and our Wait. live our live show was you know had some videos in it i mean that's how you got people to see you did a live show you know did that investor the banker did he did he continue in the film film business or uh only he, with us really. he made another movie but he uh he was a uh an investor then in super troopers 2 also okay so nice uh he did, he did super troopers 1 he made money uh beer fest was a studio movie so he wasn't involved in it and then uh. We made a movie called The Slam and Salmon that he bankrolled. Uh, and uh, then in Super Troopers 2, he got into that. So. Got it. Hi. Got he, it. He's done all right. He's done no, all right. No, that's, not, that's great, right. man. He's Cop, got our first born child. Super, <laughs> Super <laughs> Trooper was such a cult classic, man. Was, it, was the popularity uh, from the video sales, is that when it popped off for you guys? Because I don't yeah. remember it being in the theaters. It was yeah. in the theaters. It came out, you know, for what I think it made eight. Yeah, for a few weeks, but it made eighteen million dollars, and for one million, and for what they searchlight bought it for three and a quarter at Sundance. That's so and sick. For the, they were very happy with that. And, you know, in fact, that got us the green light for for our next movie, Club Dread. But uh, then, yeah, it was like a couple years, and it was DVD being passed around. Yeah, that's when it blew up, and yeah. then it blew up, and then it blew that's, up. That's yeah. so cool, man! It's a cult classic to this day. That's got to feel yeah, good. It holds up. It holds up. That's yeah, it does. I love that movie. I love everything you guys do. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah. How do, how do you like uh, how do you like uh, this season of Tacoma FD so far? It's been great. It's been a little weird because of the you know putting it together. You know, we shot it and we got it all shot before the end of the year, and then we yeah. edited like the first four or five episodes, and then all this stuff hit, Whoa. and it be it's become very weird to try to get it out there. But I mean. We just love doing TV. It's like something we've tried to do for many years, never got the opportunity, finally got the opportunity. And you realize that there's so much material that you can throw out there. It's kind of like doing stand-up. Like when we started doing stand-up too, it's like movies are very precious. Like you, you have to do every line and it's only, you know, 100 minutes long or whatever it is. But TV, you can try out your jokes and you try out your jokes and you see what works and see what doesn't work. And it, it just yeah. seems like there's more material you can throw out to the world on TV. Mm. Are you using? Are you guys using the same guys uh, to to help write uh, to come FD to come FD? Or is it you two, and then you bring in some people to punch it up for you? A, a, a little bit, like um, you know, Broken Lizard is just the five of us who write those movies, and 
so this we have we have a uh, you know Kevin and I wrote the pilot and, and then shot that where we greenlit then we got a writing staff and we got one of the broken lizard guys Paul Soder yeah. uh, to be on our staff and then we have some a, a bunch of other writers and so but it's, it's you, but it's basically you and Kevin still Steve but that really well yeah I mean, thing. we're the showrunners so it's like we actually come with basically we come with uh, what we think the season should be and that's nice you know, it's the beauty of TV. If you're like, oh yeah, uh, Kevin hates the way how loud I chew gum. Uh, why don't we make that a B plot? His character's annoyed with me for chewing gum. And you're like, God, I love TV. This is, this is what TV is. Like. Great. What else do we do? No? And then uh, we, you know, we separate it to A plots, B plots, C plots, and we kind of map it out and then present that to the writers. And then we start to riff, you know, and yeah. obviously this season we have 13 episodes. And so, we have great writers, including one of our broken lizard guys. And it's like, you know, people whose sensibility we trust. Yeah. And we just riff, you know, and that's, it's my favorite part. It's one of my favorite parts of, of the creative process is just the raw stuff. That's uh, part of writing. And yeah. then, yeah, ultimately Kevin and I are, you know, sometimes we, you just have to say like, you know what, I choose, I choose this, I, this one's better. Like it, the writers, we, no one can decide. And you're like, you know, it, yeah. Ultimately, we're the ones holding the bag, and so the final decisions are ours. And then we'll do, you know, a private polish on these things and make it totally ours. You know, yeah. Joe, do you ever write with other people, or do you only write by yourself? Only write by myself. Yeah, yeah. That- Just, but, but when you know, when it comes to like, uh, you know, I got I got this movie that I'm writing right now, and, and and that I had to take on some some people. Yeah. So I got a great writing team for that, and then. Yeah. Uh, but it yeah, feels I, like I you can- need them to help. Like for us, it helps us motivate like you know like i feel like when i'm writing by myself a lot of times it's harder to self-start as when somebody calls you up like hey let's do this man yeah is it okay one more one more broken lizard question and i'm done all right so broken lizard is still the group that that writes the movies the super trooper the beer fest now you got tacoma fd and it's specifically steve and kevin now is that a separate writing group is that is that something is that two different things you and kevin yeah. Starting off to do TV. Yeah. Well, cause you know, what happened was there was a, a while before Super Troopers 2, between Slam and Salmon and Super Troopers 2, where frankly, Broken Lizard, we couldn't get anything made. You know, oh. the only thing we could get made ultimately was Super Troopers 2. And we could only do that with a crowdfunding campaign. And so Kevin and I were touring around uh, doing live stand-up shows. And in that time, it's just, you know, the two of us in different cities each weekend from, you know, Thursday to Sunday, of course, yeah. you know, the two of us sold 14 different TV projects over the course of like nine years or something yeah. like that. Literally could not get any one of them made. Finally, you know, we shot a pilot at one point, but then it was this idea and we, and we timed it with Super Troopers 2 coming out. As you know, it's a business and yeah. uh, the, the power of that movie coming out enabled us to get a green light on this and, you know, we made a good pilot and, and so on and so forth. But so, yeah, I mean, we've been just by virtue of, of, you know, doing this stand-up touring, we were just alone with each other, just creating tons of material and uh, nice. trying to get this going. So, but we're working on super troopers three now, and uh, we've got another movie with Fox searchlight. Uh, that cool. we're shoot. So, and, then, uh, and that's going to be you and Kevin again. No, that's all broken lizard. Oh, that's all broken lizard. Sweet, yeah. man. Yeah. Nice. I love it when you guys are together, you yeah. guys kill it. Thanks. By the way, now, Joe, we've been talking about broken lizard. Congratulations to you because, like, you know, my wife and I, we would watch like Chelsea lately, and so you know, like a decade ago, we'd see yeah. you coming up, and yeah. now you just sold out 
two shows at the LA Forum. That was nuts. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny because we only met last year. Yeah. And it's cool because like, I feel like I've known you for a decade and oh, like, your, your victory is a victory for all of us who, who do this stuff. You know, it's awesome to see. Congrats, dude. Thank you, man. <laughs> No, it's it's that that's why I didn't know that that you guys when you said two hundred fifty thousand uh, to shoot no two hundred fifty thousand to shoot uh, what was the name Puddle of the Puddle Puddle Puddle. Puddle. yeah yeah Puddle, yeah. like that's so crazy that 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 that's back in the day I don't even know what kind of cameras they used in ninety nine yeah. big ones really big ones they, they were the big ones right <laughs> no. like your budget was so tight right <laughs> yeah yeah like. Yo, and that's crazy. And then you guys made the movie, and then and, and now it's you know here we are, what twenty years later, and you got this TV show. It's just it's so beautiful to see stuff like that happen, man. And it's it's like uh, uh, it, you know when people ask how do you do it, it's like man, it's right in front of you. You know what I mean? Use your resources. A lot of people don't like using uh, 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 fund me's or whatever, or getting people to what is it when you raise the money or capital right. to, to put like a lot of people yeah, are like crowdfunding. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to do that. That's going to make it look at us like, dude, do whatever it takes to get it out there. Right. Yeah. 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 No, that's sure. kind of, we, we had stalled getting the, the super trooper sequel made. And so a lot of people said to us, your fans are so grassroots, you know, you're so grassroots. Yeah. Go right to them. Good. You know? Yeah. And it feels good. Right. It's shocking. It's, it's great. Cause like we, you know, we launched the campaign to do super troopers too. You have no idea what the response is going to be, and then you know within twenty four hours we had so much uh, outpouring of fan support. It was it was humbling, you know. Yeah, man, that's why it's so cool. So thank you, Steve. Man, I wish you would have came to that show. I know. <laughs> yeah, I, man, I, that was that was incredible, man. I got uh, you know, and now with this this you know the out what you know this pandemic, I had to I had to move so many shows into the fall. But my next one that I was getting ready to play was uh, Radio City Music Hall. Oh man, yeah. and that, that kills so me. Man. Kills me. But you guys, did have you to rebook come. it? Did you rebook it? Yeah, yeah. It? We moved it. We moved it to September. So good. I'll cover. I was. I wanted to come to this. One, I told you, but it was like then there was there were uh, people coming to town. Yeah, and I couldn't move it. And then I think also, I mean, our post production schedule now is out of control. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's like we're we're. Non-stop. Watching all the footage for the TV show, and each week yeah. we're delivering a new a new episode. You know, jeez, man. Do you sit in the editing bay, or do you trust your guys? Uh, we no. sit in the editing bay. Yeah. You sit in there, Kevin. Yeah, I mean, it's part of like coming up and making your own movies. You know, we we edited our first movies, and yeah. and we put, we were the guys pressing the buttons back then, and yeah. now we have guys you know who are editors, but it's still you have that bug of sitting in there and trying to. Yeah, it's a great place to craft a joke. You know, it's a great place to figure out pacing, you know what I mean? And I, yeah. you know, it's something that we love to do, so. I just, I just uh, did another special for uh, Netflix, and it's yeah. a, a variety show concept that I, I, I wanted to bring the whole, uh, the whole crew from America to the Philippines and shoot a show. So yeah. everybody in it is Filipino. Oh, Everything. Man. Everything That's about awesome. is Filipino. And, uh, and once again, even during what's happening right now, I have to sit and watch the editing process. Like I can't let someone else edit it. Sure. I'm literally like, in fact, last night I was watching it again, typing in my notes and my time codes and yeah. what angles. It's, I, I have to do it, man. I can't. Do you have an editor though that you work with regularly or? Do yeah. You, you do yeah. It? We got this editor, but yeah. it's, uh, but still, man, I go in there. I cut that shit. It's fun. I mean, it's I, yeah, it's like a puzzle, man. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I have to do it. It's like, I can't sit there. I my first special. I let the, let them edit it. 
And I was so mad. Yeah. And then they were like, well, why didn't you sit in the editing bay? I was like, I didn't know that was an option. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but now that you guys are, you know, this is, this is way bigger demand. So I could just imagine how many hours you guys are putting in on this TV show. You know, it's like the, the creative process never ends. Yeah. So it's like, even like Kevin and I make sure we watch every frame of footage. And I, frankly, I learned that from Kevin, you know, Kevin, uh, edited all the broken lizard movies and I was not, I would come and watch the rough cut, you know, watch the yeah. second cut, but he was in there doing it. And so he, and he learned this from our first movie and our second movie, That's you know, cool. which was all the movies, like, especially those early ones where with puddle crews, you get one or two takes uh-huh. and it's like, you're looking for anything even before the slate or after they call cut, one of the actors <laughs> says something funny <laughs> before they turn the camera off and you're like, there it is. That's the thing we can use yeah. here, you know, yeah. maybe not even in the scene. And so it's like, I learned that from Kevin and as painful as it is, you watch <laughs> all the footage and it's like sometimes on the very last take when the people are just absolutely fucking around, yeah. somebody will say something and, and you've been looking at the scene and you're like, how can we make this better? And you're like, boom, there it is. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. And, and, and it's not scripted and the editor's, have a program that only gives them the scripted lines. And so they can't find that. And it's only us finding those things. And you re- it's like, you got one more joke and, and one more joke is so valuable in comedy. And then, yeah, so true. Yeah. Do you like the cast? Cause I love your cast. Yeah. They're fantastic. Like, it's always yeah. a crapshoot, you know, like, you know, we, we cast these guys and we didn't know them. And, and I was, None of them? No, we didn't. Wow. Obviously, we come from a world where we work with an ensemble of people that we work with for years, you know? Uh-huh. And right. so uh, we just brought in a whole new group of people. And, and uh, you know, the goal was to have people who are good comedy generators and improvisers and stuff. But uh, yeah. to get chemistry is a unique thing. And so I think yeah. it was really nice to get that. The chemistry is there. Um, and... Most importantly, I'm a Filipino on the on the cast, so you already see. I'm biased. <laughs> I know. Already I'm biased. I know it. <laughs> You're going to come play his brother at some point, right? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> that we're talking I'm about? Coming in. Yes, let's go. <laughs> Get me on. Season three. Want, no, it's it's funny because Eugene like, Cordero, Eugene Cordero. Like when we auditioned him, yeah, we were like, they told us flat out, they're like, this guy's really funny, and it's just. <sighs> people are afraid to take a chance on him. Yeah. They just don't necessarily get his sense of humor. And we got it. Uh-huh. We, we were like, we love this guy. I think he was, he, he was one of the first two guys. We, we were just like, we, we've got to have this guy. Like he just compliment. We, we can tell we can write for this guy and then he'll be awesome. Oh, and that's he, so he's perfect. Oh, yeah. he, do, he drills it. He yeah. drills it. Everyone, everyone drills it, man. I hate to keep kissing your ass, man, but I'm just, I told you this, I told you this in New York. I'm such a fan of this show. And I feel like this was the kind of, uh, this, this is the style of show that I've always wanted for TV. That's why when, when you guys got on, I was like, oh, they nailed it, man. You guys nailed it. It's like you guys are getting, it's like everything you guys wanted to do with the movies and it's on TV and it's perfect. You guys are writing it perfectly. I can't wait for season three, honestly. Me too. Thank you. Yeah. Can we go on stage together next now? Yeah. yeah. Do one of my shows. You know, Joe, Joe, 
every time, like, I mean, I'm dying to, I'm dying to. I've asked you three times, Steve. (laughs) I did, Kevin. I texted him three times. I'm sure. I'm sure. One one show had 23,000, no, 14,000 people. I was like, come do it. Scaredy cat. Scaredy cat. (laughs) <laughs> I, I will absolutely do it. The, the, truth, the truth of the matter is, is the, the moment we started this TV show, yeah. season one, we haven't had a day off. Yeah. And literally, it's like this, okay, if the pandemic didn't occur, what was good, we started the writer's room in like the first week in June of last year, Yeah. wrote for 14 weeks until September, started filming all the way up to Christmas, wrapped at Christmas, and on June 3rd, or whatever the Monday was, we started editing. Oh, and then boo-hoo, t- Lemmy. Boo-hoo. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll do a show for 20,000 people. Yeah, 20,000 people, man. That's all I'm asking. Joe, <laughs> no, no, I'll open for you at Radio City Music. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a shit gig to pick, huh? <laughs> that sounds like something I might do. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Where are you based out of, Kevin? Are you uh, I'm in LA. Where, where oh, are you? Yeah, we're about five miles from each other, Lemmy and I. So, oh, that's so cool, oh, man. Nice. Yeah, super close. And uh, we built the stages for our show in Lemmy's, you know, neighborhood. So oh, nobody has to cool. leave. Uh, has to go drive very far in LA. Which is oh, cool. that's so cool, man. Wow. Are you? You guys are in LA. Studio City, yeah, baby. Studio City. Okay. Oh, Valley it. Valley Strong. Here we oh, are. Here we, we are, are baby. <laughs> I'm on Laurel Canyon. Yeah. We got a good right here. Woodland Hills area. We're farther out, man. That's where my son went to school, St. Mel's. Okay. Oh, St. Mel's? Yep. Jeez, I'm literally like a minute from St. Mel's. Wow. Do you know Heather McDonald from uh, Chelsea Lately? She lives uh, right behind the school. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. She's the reason my son got in. She had to beg them to let my son in. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, so we shoot Tacoma FD about two blocks from there. That's great. And okay. uh, it's funny. Yeah. Like we, I mean, look, so fortunate, so fortunate. Like we, every movie we've ever made has been in some other part of the country or yeah. even in another country. And, and like we somehow got it so that this stage is five minutes from both of our houses. Like I, I could drive to the set and the song, I can only listen to half a song. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you pick Tacoma? What, you know, we were uh, we were trying to we came up with this premise of it being, uh, you know, Super Troopers was a, of a, a movie where cops kind of screwed around because they had free time on their hands. So we wanted to do that yeah. for fire department. And we were thinking about it and we were like, what are we going to do? Uh, we said, why don't we put it in the rainiest city in the country? Yeah. And then the firefighters just <laughs> right. around. Right. <laughs> I didn't yeah. even think of that. That's so yeah. funny. So yeah. we were we happened to be That's we were so doing that. funny. So basically your idea was like, it rains all the time. Yeah. We don't need a fire department. No need for the firefighters, yeah. right? <laughs> so we were doing the Tacoma Comedy Club. We were in Tacoma for the weekend. Yeah. And it was raining. And, yeah. you know, we we're like, why don't we put it in Tacoma? I mean, that's it. Yeah. You know, here we are. Yeah. So yeah. we did it. That's great. You know, me and Dre went to high school in Tacoma. In Tacoma. Oh, you yeah. did? Yeah. 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 That, I think that's why I love your show even more. It's like Tacoma FD. Like, I'm from Tacoma. I grew up in Tacoma. So you know about the aroma of Tacoma. Tacoma aroma, baby. Way too well, yeah. (laughs) That's when you, if you're driving from Portland to Seattle, you know you're getting close when you pass Tacoma aroma. Yeah. (laughs) When you smell it, you're like, we're about 40 minutes from Seattle. But you know what's funny about that? Because we were there, we went up there last year to premiere 
Tacoma FD uh, at a firefighter event. Yeah. And we were up there. And that evening, like it was, it was, you know, I think it was in March. And it was, there was a nice breeze. The weather was really nice up there. And, and it was, the sun was setting. And that's when, you know, the aroma, one of the two times of the day when the aroma is strongest. Yeah. And it smelled fantastic to me. Like, <laughs> the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> that's the thing. I think you guys, like you take it for granted or something. You say it's nasty. But like to me, it reminds me of being a child. My mom used to have that like powdered yeast, you know, and she'd open the lid and you'd <laughs> smell the powdered yeast. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then someone shit on that yeast. <laughs> shit on the yeast. <laughs> what no. are you talking about, Steve? Not for me. The worst <laughs> smell. <laughs> no, I thought it was, I think the aroma of Tacoma smells great. Oh, that's not nice. that's, that's, that's the first time I've ever heard that. That is. <laughs> how, did, how did the fire department take it that you guys were? Use they were it, tough uh, at first. They, they, were, they were really well because they they found out the premise of the thing was you know oh we're not we're firefighters they don't do much work you know so we were doing a show we were doing a stand up weekend at uh, Parlor Live up in uh, Bellevue up in Seattle yeah I know and so we were doing a weekend there and someone came backstage it was before the show started shooting and the owner came backstage and he said hey there's a bunch of Tacoma firefighters out who are at the show and they oh, want shit. to talk to you. And we were like, oh, shit. <laughs> and great. so we did the show, and we went out afterwards, and we talked to them, and they are like, look, guys, I mean, we know we're making this show. We just want to make it clear we are one of the hardest working fire departments in the country, and we don't want you to show us as, a, you know, as ones who are slacking off. And we're like, we totally get it. We totally get it. We're not going to do that. It's cool. And then the guy was like, oh, and by the way, uh, I also am a consultant for television and films, and he gave us his business card and said <laughs> – when you <laughs> let me know. Oh, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, but ultimately, you know, we went up there, we premiered the first season, we met a bunch of the guys, we've become good friends. They've shared stories with us. This season, they came down and they were in the show. Uh, we did a fireman's ball and they came down and they shot it with us. And so, you know, we've oh, had a great cool. relationship with them. So it's good. Oh, that's, that, cool. that's cool, man. Yeah. That's really cool. They're like, the 30 days that it's not raining, we do work. That's what they were saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you have to pay money for that to use their name to come FD or no? No, but we just can't show like, like our logo is slightly altered so that we, you know, we don't use theirs, but uh, it's okay. And we have, the truth is our, our Kevin's saying our relationship is great. Like we premiered Tacoma FD at a firefighter event up there in Tacoma and yeah. it was fun. Good. And uh, you know, we've, we've maintained relationships. They've told us a bunch of stories uh, in fact, actually, then we, we did a show in Tacoma at the Tacoma Comedy Club where it was all for first responders, you know, come on down. And, and uh, they came backstage. They presented us with a, a, a bedazzled axe that they had made for us <laughs> just now, now on the wall in the set of Tacoma FD. So season two, you can see it just on the wall in the break room. It's this it's, it says Tacoma FD. It's a it's a handmade or, you know, hand designed axe that these guys made for us. And so Dude, that's know. so cool. That is yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah, man. Thanks for putting Tacoma on the map, man. Seriously. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> you did before we did. I mean, you did. <laughs> yeah, whatever. We're, I, I was so happy when you guys used Tacoma. I was like, that's my hometown, baby. Yes. What's, <laughs> what's for the future now, Steve? Uh, well, you know, we are, we're still editing season two of Tacoma. And yeah. then, uh, um, you know, we're with Broken Lizard. We're going to do Super Troopers 3, and we're going to do another movie uh, called Q. 
uh, with Fox Searchlight. And then, uh, you know, we've got a long list of material, a, a lot of material for season three of Tacoma FD. So that's, uh, you know, yeah, those are my top priorities right now. And, and then, of course, opening for you at Radio City Music Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, you got to go, man. <laughs> I'll go. I'll be there. Sure. Let's go, man. This will be so much fun. Yeah, we got to dust so, off our chops, man. Got to dust, dust off our, our stand-up a little bit. What do you guys like more, performing live or doing the, uh, of course, TV and film? Which one? Yeah, I love doing live. I mean, you know, it's so immediate. And, and uh, we, we had such a great time traveling around and, and doing stand-up for years. Uh, but, you know, hey, it's nice getting a TV show, you know? Finally. Yeah, of course. Man. Working hard for that, so, you know. I'm yeah. Happy about it. <laughs> you know how it is. It's, it's just different. It's different. Uh, it scratches different itches. Like, it's true. It's like... I mean, live performance, there's nothing like that, especially stand-up comedy. You get out there, just you yeah. trying to make a room full of people laugh. And you did it the harder way. Like, yeah. you actually came up and had to earn people's trust and had to gain a yeah, following. we cheated. We cheated. Yeah, we started doing <laughs> after the movies. And so for us at the beginning, we were like, it's kind of like, a, a wedding toast a little bit you're like yeah. oh they like us already so and that's not to say we haven't bombed we have right. bombed hard but yeah uh you know it's that that live that live performance thing is phenomenal and it yet, is it's awesome to make a movie and make a tv show it's, yeah so it's always going to be you and kevin that go live or do you, or sometimes you switch it up and take some of the other guys or is it sometimes the whole whole crew like like broken lizard i mean for, for the last yeah nine years or so it's, it's been uh kevin and me but we've done a few broken lizard shows yeah and it sort of panned out this way i mean everybody in broken lizard kind of was going off and doing their own thing yeah uh, but uh you know it's, and now we're kind of we're occupied with with tacoma fd but uh you know super troopers 2 did well and it got us super troopers 3 and this and this other movie q and so you know we'll just have to it'll be time management but um you know, that's kind of what you strive for in your career is to, is to have multiple projects going. Yeah. And so, and this is actually the first time we've ever had this problem come up. So it's a, uh, it's a good problem to have it's for a us. Great problem to have. I think the moral of the story today is, uh, you know, sometimes you see somebody and you just hate their face and you don't want them to be your friend. <laughs> you do whatever it takes to not let them in the group. And then 20 years later, you, end up being his best fucking friend and selling right. shows together. That's right. So before you judge anybody. He's talking to you, Kev. No, he's talking to you. Oh, yeah, I'm talking to you, Kevin. I get it. I get it. That would have been the biggest mistake ever, Kevin, if you didn't let him in. I know. I guess but I made the right you, decision. Yeah, man. That's so cool. It's, it's perfect chemistry. You guys are amazing. I can only kiss your ass for so long, Steve. <laughs> uh, congratulations on everything, Kevin. Thanks, man. Uh, and continued success. And I cannot wait to share the stage with you guys. And are we going to get to season five on Tacoma FD or what? I hope so. Uh, yeah. we, you know, this uh, obviously our, the problems are much bigger right now than, than our thing. But like yeah. we – we had to all all of our promotion got shut down you know yeah. we were supposed to go on jimmy kimmel we were supposed to do a thing with the professional wrestling and it was like that all screeched to a halt and so it's like we actually had a, an awesome premiere our numbers were up from last year but we're like god you know we want to yeah. make the show get out to an even them. bigger audience and keep making them man keep making it we could make five seasons easy yeah of course you can for sure and i'm gonna help promote it yes so it's 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 a wrap bro 
<laughs> I love you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, Joe. Thanks. Thanks. Well, we appreciate Thanks. it. Steve Lemmy. Kevin, I love you, man. Thanks, man. Radio City you. Music Hall. Let's go. Fuck yeah. I'm there, guys. Come FD. Yeah. Everybody watch it. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Joe. Joe. Appreciate Bye. it. Thank, Thank you. Don't fake it, just bust a move. This joint is gonna get you in the mood. Star Bands Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.